0: Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. Happy Monday to everybody. This is Christy Saul, the co founder of the Post Institute, coming at you live from the back seat of my car because we're on the road today. Um, so, first, I want to plug this book, of course, from Fear to Love. You can get on promotion at lovebook.com. And I'm just going to jump right in, um, I had a question come in, um, it was an interesting question because, um, what the question was, now I've been thinking about it quite a bit and it's caused me to ponder. The question had to do with avoiding things that are triggers versus going headlong into the situation and comforting through the meltdown. Um, and the way it was posed was that there's sort of a kind of a therapeutic mindset of avoiding Um, and so let me just I just want to talk about that a little bit Um, my response to the question was a big piece of it has to do with uh, the space of the parent the caregiver whether or not they're in the position or have the emotional capacity to calm through the meltdown and if so then that needs to be taken into consideration but then i think about things like you know there's not one there's not one size fits all um there's too many factors to be able to answer that question with the blanket answer because um, as I think about it, and it's funny because I see that um, Michaela's watching and said so that one of these stories actually involves her. So I'm gonna tell a few stories. One, I'm thinking about um, when Marley was little and I took her and Michaela to the circus and we got into the circus. Marley was about two and Marley started crying, just boo-hoo and great big huge boo-hoo tears. Um, and so we went out back to the lobby and I comforted her and we looked at all the balloons and she was much happier and so then we would go back into where the circus is going to be and she breaks out crying again so we decided <laughs> to leave and we went and got a movie and popcorn and we had a pallet in the living room and we had movie night at home and had a beautiful night um, so it's funny because today marley and i have actually been talking about various experiences she had a very sensitive startled response as a baby and um i think about how some parents you know they raise their children and they run the vacuum cleaner while their baby's sleeping to help the baby get used to noise and that works for them but um, that was not what we did and that wouldn't have been helpful for us because Marley was so sensitive so we elected to try to keep things quiet and calm and not push the envelope too much um, now as time has progressed, that was like one of Marley's first experiences. Then when she was about five, she wanted to go see Elmo live. And, uh, I was w- a little worried whether or not she would be able to handle that much noise and that much stimulation. So I was prepared to leave if we needed to, but she left it. She had a blast and then she went to another concert and, uh, and now that's her thing, she loves concerts, but we took it at her pace. We didn't force it um so the question of avoiding things versus going headlong and comforting through the meltdown is really you know there's just there's so many factors involved in that that what you really have to do is one check yourself to see if you're going to be able to handle if things don't go the way you're hoping so that's the first thing is as parents we have to check ourselves And, uh, you know, see where we're at in terms of being able to handle whatever comes. And then the other thing is to just really be thoughtful about what our intentions are and what's really in the best interest of our child. I've known some kids that really needed a whole lot of downtime. I've known kids who've taken a year or two years off of what other people think of as life responsibilities for their age after experiencing major, major trauma. And so um, there's a lot to be said for giving time for healing and giving time for creating connection and creating safety. And from that place, things will go much smoother. And so um, I just felt like that was such a good question. And i really felt like she wanted just like a cookie cutter answer and so the reality is that it's so situational and so personal that there's really not so we really have to check the intention of our hearts because sometimes it could almost be like the idea of teaching somebody to swim by pushing pushing them into the deep end and that could just create more trauma so um The moral of the story is there's a lot to be gained when we follow the lead of our children and we trust that they really are doing the best that they can do and to just really be mindful and thoughtful of what their needs are and what it is we're trying to accomplish and having confidence that we're gonna get there. Now, I think sometimes we can avoid, in the terms of walking on eggshells, I think sometimes when we don't have enough relationship and we don't have enough trust and we don't have enough security built, between one another that's the place of walking on eggshells I can think back to times when I have felt that energy where you you didn't feel like you could approach a person and talk about the things that were on your heart because the there just wasn't enough relationship and connection for that to for the mutual understanding and the intention to really be felt and so when that's the case you really have to back up you have to back up and work on the basics, work on the most basic pieces so that um, you can build from there. So, um, since we're on the road, I'm gonna keep it keep it brief. I hope there's something helpful in that. Um, I, I think sometimes we really get in a rush to try to make things happen, and there's a lot to be said for taking our time and attending to first things first. So the first things that we have to attend to is making sure that we're creating enough safety and security that um, trust is there. And from that, a lot of wonderful things can grow. So um, I hope there's something helpful in that. And I hope you guys have a chance this evening to just set everything aside and enjoy your children. Have some time to laugh, some time to play, some time to relax, some time to snuggle. And remember what Brian tells us, that in any given moment, literally any given moment, right in the middle of it, right in the middle of the second try of going into the circus. (laughs) And I'm telling you, when Marley cried that second time, it was as if she was offended, as if I had tricked her. And so (laughs) we have to take our deep breaths and from that place we can choose love, so much love to you all, I hope you guys have a blessed evening, and I really appreciate you guys, I appreciate all that you do day in and day out to create healing for your families, and I appreciate when you guys send us such good questions that really make me think deeper, so uh, you guys have a blessed night, and we'll see you guys tomorrow.